Hey friend, welcome to the Restore Mind podcast, where we are going to be talking about various life topics surrounding mindset transformation. Imagine what it will look like to have peace in your life, despite what the world is telling you. Hi, my name is Caroline, a wife, mom of three, and makeup turned fitness enthusiast. I am here to help you build a strong mindset that will propel you forward into a life of peace and joy. Philippians 4.13 says, I can do all things through him who gives me strength. Well, my friend, there is freedom waiting for you. So if you are ready to build a 2.0 version of yourself, then this podcast is for you. So grab your water or whatever you like to drink, throw on your walking shoes, and let's get going because it's always 4.13. Hello and welcome to the Restored Mind podcast. My name is Caroline and I am so happy that you're here. My friend, thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to listen to this episode of the Restored Mind podcast. I'm so happy that you're here. I believe I said that like twice now, but I really truly am excited that you're here with me today. I can't believe that we're just a few days away from the weekend and I know I say that every week, but this weekend for me is extra special. Because I'm traveling, I get to go be with friends and family that I love so much. And also, it's Easter on Sunday, which is amazing. This Easter for me is really special in particular because my two oldest are starting to ask questions about the actual meaning of Easter. And I'm excited and happy to be sharing the story of Jesus with them and why we celebrate Easter. So however you celebrate Easter this year, I hope that you have so much fun and that there's peace upon you and your family. Today's episode is going to be for the listener that is scared of doing greater things, like stepping out in faith to go after what God's placed on their heart. It's also for the listener that is doubtful that they'll succeed and end up looking like a failure in front of their peers, family, and friends. And lastly, it's for the listener that feels like they're not enough to think that what they are offering is something special because they feel like someone else is already doing something similar. I don't know about you, but have you ever had an idea, but you're scared of it coming to life because you fear that you don't know what's going to happen after that? And honestly, fear is something that we are scared of, which creates doubt. Fear and doubt are besties. They're best friends. It is the enemy's tool to destroy our lives and our perspectives. We have to ask ourselves, will fear stop us from pursuing something that is good for us or stop us from trying to pursue more? And when I mean more, I mean more of God. So for example, when we are praying and we feel like our prayers aren't answered, do we then feel like we aren't God's favorite child or that we aren't seeing? Do we stop ourselves? from learning who he is, do we tend to look for his hands at work or do we want to get to know him and build a genuine relationship with him? Like I said, doubt is fear's best friend. Fear enables doubt to come into our mind and make you think that you're not enough or you can't achieve goals. And my friend, I'm here to tell you today that that is a complete lie. That is why I titled this episode, Get Out of Your Head. Get out of your head because when you get out of your head and you start looking into scripture, you'll see that there is so many promises of God's faithfulness that is going to be poured into your life. Or even if you look into your own life and 
how things have played out in the past, how God's faithfulness has shown up time and time and time again. So today, I'm specifically going to be talking about being scared of success. Now, I know what you're thinking. Scared of success? Who's scared of success? Well, hello, my name is Caroline. (laughs) I was one of them. And I wanted to talk about this because I do feel like there are people out there that are scared of success for many reasons, but this used to be me, so I'm speaking from experience. But the reason why I was so scared of success is because I had this ongoing question that would continuously repeat itself in my mind. If I made it to here, then what's next? And I didn't have an answer for that. So the fear of the unknown is what made me afraid of being successful. I was also afraid that I couldn't top what I just completed. In other words, if I met a goal and I was really proud of that, I'd be afraid that I could not move on past that point. Again, because I didn't know what the future held for me. It's the fear of the unknown. Another thing that I was afraid of was being afraid of judgment and failing. See, when you begin to succeed, or when you start something new, you have a lot of people's interests. They start to look your way, ask questions. They're very engaged. And they want to know what is going on. So they cheer for you and they support you. But when you fail at something, it's almost like they'll tell you that they knew you couldn't do it. Or they start to plant seeds in your mind that whatever this thing is that you're going after is impossible. I have had that in my personal life before, but I hope that that has never happened to you because the seed of doubt, once it's planted, it really does spread like wildfire. Have you ever seen a yard where you see a bunch of weeds just popping up? That's what the seed of doubt can do. Pop up like weeds. You get rid of one and something else comes in. That is why today's episode, I'm specifically talking about being scared of success. I thought that if I never got there, meaning success, if I never achieved success, then I wouldn't have to ever worry about failing or judgment. But this is a lesson I took out of overcoming this fear of success. It is that if we are not bringing ourselves to our fullest potential, then we're stalling greatness. We have been created for more, and failing is part of the process to a better, stronger, and more fulfilled us. So if that is you, I hope that you're able to come out of the darkness from that. Because when I realized that, it was so freeing for me. We all want to be great at something, but very few will put work to get there. And that's the part that we have to build the discipline and the consistency for. We need to lay our foundation out. I said earlier that doubt is fear's best friend, right? We start to doubt ourselves living in the what ifs. Doubt is a thief of joy. I talked about this in episode four. I even titled it Doubt is a Thief of Joy. And the main point that I made in that episode was that we can either allow doubt to stop us or serve us, which means it can either stop us in our tracks completely or we can use it as fuel to seek for answers and search for more. See what is on the other side if we continue to press on. I highly recommend that episode, episode four, if you are trying to break the chains of doubt. I loved that episode and I had a lot of fun writing it because it made me Think back on some of the things, a lot of the things actually that I used to doubt in my life. And when I overcame that, I realized that was the enemies spreading lies in my ears and I allowed it to grow in my mind and stop me in my tracks. So yeah, if you are trying to break the chains of doubt, I highly recommend that episode. Check it 
out. When we are living in the what ifs, so when we are living in doubt, then we assume the outcome before it even happens. So how do we come out of that? Honestly, we have to put our trust and faith in God. And we do so with no reservations because only he can make the impossible possible. It's so hard, right, to trust in God completely, to have so much faith in God that we do it with no reservations because when we live in doubt and in fear, there's always the question of what if? What if this doesn't happen the way that it's supposed to? What if I can't achieve this goal? What if I succeed, but then I fail? When we put our faith and our trust in God, it doesn't mean that things magically happen or that it happens exactly how we want or how we've imagined it to. It requires patience, which many of us don't have, and I am one of them. It could take one year or even 25 plus years for you to see something come into play. But know this, God has always been in the works. Our time is not the same as God's time. Isaiah 59.5, as the heavens are higher than earth, so are my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts than yours. And just to back it up a little bit more, God had already planned for Jesus when we were living in sin, before we ever even knew what we were doing, before we ever even asked for his forgiveness, the ultimate act of love and forgiveness was already initiated by God. We just did not know it then. But of course we know it now because we know the story of the Bible. But when you look back and you think about the people that lived in that time period, they didn't know what was going on. They just did what they thought was right. They didn't know what was happening. They couldn't see it. They couldn't see that God was already in the works long before they even knew it. The lesson learned here is that the work is never done. Even when we gain the success that we want to have, we don't sit around and do nothing else for the rest of our lives. That is the mindset that I had when I was afraid of success because I thought, like I said, if I achieved a certain level of success, then what's next? Because I just saw myself sitting around, twiddling my thumb, not knowing what's next. But the truth is that there's always room for improvement. We can always improve on where we've grown. The question is, how do we get out of our own head, right? That was my question when I was going through this. How do I get out of this mindset? I'm scared of success. I have all of these reasons why, but how? How do I get out of it? What I have found for myself, and I hope that you take some of this and it inspires you to read the Bible because honestly, that's how you build your faith. Build your trust in God through prayer. Prayer is a great way to build relationship with God. I said in episode 16 where I talked about how love is time-consuming. Episode 16 is about the importance of surrender and how we can lack trust in someone when we don't have enough relational capital with them. So through prayer, we build relational capital because we become vulnerable. We ask God for things, and we also thank God for many things. On top of that, we also ask to know Him more. And when we do that, it builds a relationship. In order for you to build your relationship, you'd have to get to know one another. God knows so many things about you. He knows everything about you, as a matter of fact. The question is, how well do you know him? If that question is convicting, I encourage you to think about that some more and just start asking yourself and answering truthfully. How well do you know God? If you answer truthfully, 
it should force you in the best way possible to start seeking God more. I say this with so much love because I was in that place too. And I am still in a place where I'm constantly searching for God's character, for his face, because I want to know him more. I'm hungry. I want more. When we read the Bible, we start seeing God's faithfulness in our life. How many times has he shown up when you thought something was impossible and you realized later down the line that he had already made it happen or he was already in the works of something? I would encourage you to also put on the armor of God. Why is it so important? Because every day we are in a battle with our own minds. We're in the battle with the world. And we're in constant battle with what we are struggling with internally. So when we put on the armor of God, it helps us go into these daily battles with not only ourselves and our own minds, but we have the strength and the power of God behind us. When we are reading the Bible, we're building our faith. We also ask for the Holy Spirit to lead us. So it's a gift from God to Jesus and then was passed down to us when Jesus ascended to heaven. In John 14, 16, Jesus says, I will ask the Father and he will give you another helper to be with you forever. That is a gift. And it goes on to say in verse 17, even the spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive because it neither sees him or knows him. You know him for he dwells with you and will be in you. So the Holy Spirit has been with you and is in you You'd still have to invite the Holy Spirit and ask the Holy Spirit to lead you in your day. A part of that is about surrendering too. Surrendering your will for God's will. In the Lord's Prayer, it says, Your kingdom come, your will be done. And God's will is going to happen no matter what. Even in our own selfishness. Because we eventually are going to be humbled and realize that God's way is the only way. We try to make it our way. But this gift was left for you. It is more valuable, more meaningful than just a tangible gift. Recently, I was in devotionals and in prayer, and I feel like the question just kind of fell upon me. That question was, how much longer are you going to wait to invite the Holy Spirit into your life and to allow the Holy Spirit to lead you? How much longer? And when that question fell upon me, I remember I was talking to my husband about it, and we actually had a really good conversation about how we talk about God and Jesus, but the Holy Spirit kind of just gets pushed to the side, even though we recognize that there is the Holy Trinity of God, the Father, Jesus, the Son, and and then the gift of the Holy Spirit. I'm saying all this to say that when you start to ask for the Holy Spirit to be present in your life, to guide you and lead you, the fear of success starts to flee. You become more in tune with what is here and now and not so much what is in the future. If you're afraid of the unknown, I feel like that message was for you. Another thing to help us get out of our own head is to simply name the fear. When you acknowledge it, it has no power over you. So for me, I used to be so afraid to talk about being afraid of success because it sounded very crazy in my mind. And I remember I spoke to someone about it and they gave me a really weird look. It made me feel uncomfortable. And then I I also felt bad for having expressed that. So. When we name the fear, no matter how silly it sounds, then it has no power over us. It also helps us bring awareness. There's something about internally realizing it and then speaking it out loud. It becomes a reality. And we come to a point where we have to decide, do we let that fear stop us from moving forward or do we move forward anyway and see what happens? That is completely up to you. It's a choice that you make. You get to have that choice on whether or not you stay in the fear of success or you move past this and see what happens on the other side. Remember, 
when we build our trust in God through prayer, we put on the armor of God and we ask the Holy Spirit to lead us. And we start to press and truly live into that we're not worried about what's happening in the future. Instead, we're focusing on today. And that is a beautiful thing because then that means that we have one less thing to worry about, right? It even says in the Bible in Matthew 6, 34, Jesus says, Therefore, do not be anxious about tomorrow, for tomorrow will be anxious for itself. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble. Right? So if we're not worried about tomorrow, then we can just focus on today. And I think that that's really important for us to recognize too. The last tip I have for you on how to get out of your own head is to rest. One of the most important things that I think, besides diving into scripture and praying, is resting. Because even when we rest, it doesn't mean that the work has to stop. Rest is not required, but it is an invitation and God tells us to rest. In Matthew eleven twenty eight, 28, one of the most famous verse, Jesus says, Come to me, all who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. What is weary and burdened? Weary is someone who is exhausted. You can be exhausted mentally, exhausted physically, and even exhausted spiritually. Come to Jesus and he will give you rest. What is burden? What does that mean? It means for someone who's carrying weight that is too heavy for them. Doesn't have to be physical weights. For me, it was a lot of mental weight, a lot of mental weight that I was carrying that became way too heavy. And I know I've told this story before, but I'm going to tell it again because it stands true to my testimony and why I believe that rest is so important. But I was going through some things. I had a miscarriage and I was trying to gain some control back. I really wanted to live smoking hot because physically I didn't feel like I was all there. And that's not how I saw myself back then. So I decided that I wanted to work out and lose a bunch of weight and gain a bunch of muscles. I talk about it more in my trailer episodes. So if you want to know more about my story, I highly recommend checking out the trailer. But I was in my garage one day and I was curling these 10 pound dumbbells and the question came over me and that was the turning point of my fitness and my faith journey. That question was, are the 10 pound dumbbells heavier than the weight that is on your shoulder? And that question I feel like was asked by the Holy Spirit because there was so much going on in my life and in my mind at the moment that I just could not find peace anywhere. I couldn't find peace in the garage, which serves as my gym. I couldn't find peace when I was sleeping. I couldn't find peace when I was alone. Everything was so disturbed. I was so anxious and I felt my mind wandering most days. So when that question came over me, I felt like it was a huge conviction because when I answered truthfully, it was that the burden I was carrying was so much heavier than the 10-pound dumbbells that I was curling. And since then, I've been a huge advocate for rest. Rest does not mean that the work has to stop, but it does give us a place to find refuge and a place for peace. Jesus, he often rested. In Luke 5.11, it says, but Jesus often withdrew to lonely places and prayed. Praying brings so much peace, especially when we're resting in scripture. There's so much peace that we can gain from that. The clarity that we get, the discernment that we can go through with the comfort of knowing that the Holy Spirit is with us. We haven't been left behind and that God's faithfulness continues to show up. That's where I found my peace. And that's where I was able to break the chain of being afraid of success. How I was able to get out of my own head and overcoming fear, the fear of success. It sounds so silly, but it is a truth. And I know I'm not the only one that feels like 
all the things that I've described today. When fear begins to take over, get out of your head. You can be successful with many failures under your belt. I've said it before and I'll keep saying it, but you were forced in the fire. God is leading you through these trials. The Holy Spirit is leading you through these trials so that you can come out stronger. But when you go into these trials, remember to put on the armor of God daily. Pray often so that you can grow your relationship with God and also so that your trust in God can grow. Be bold and ask the Holy Spirit to lead you and don't be afraid to rest. When your mind is telling you that you need to hurry up, there's an urge that you get where you just have to get to that point. But the truth is that we can't rush the process. Some things take time. That could be anything from starting a fitness journey for whatever goals you have, starting a business and wanting it to be successful, or whether or not you are a new mom and you're trying to figure out your new life. Take a deep breath and embrace the journey. Take the time to learn and be present in the moment because if you don't, you're going to miss the important things. Do not let the fear of success stop you from achieving it. There is always room to grow. And you're going to find that when you get to that point, whatever that point is of success that you define for yourself, that there's going to be room for you to grow because you're going to want to improve. So do not worry. Do not be anxious about tomorrow. And be present here today. Focus on today. I know all of this is easier said than done, but my friend, take it one step at a time because you can do hard things. Hey, thank you for listening. If this episode has spoken life into you or your mindset transformation journey, please share it with a friend. The growth of this podcast is possible through you. So thank you for your support and for being a part of the family. I look forward to talking to you again next week here on the Restored Mind podcast.